welcome to our Life Group Leaders Lounge. My name is Brooks Fuller, and I'm joined with our fellow co-hosts, Raquel mm -hmm. and Brayden. And uh, we are back again, uh, seeking to equip and inspire leaders to be the best uh, Christ-centered leaders that they can be. So today's topic, I'm kind of excited about this one. Today's topic is, we're going to discuss, what do you do when you are leading a life group that's smaller than what you expected? Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. know if you guys have ever been in that spot where you started a group oh, or... Yeah. You know, maybe you split from a group when you went to restart another group mm -hmm. and it was much smaller than you, you expected. Yeah. So for all of our life group leaders out here who are new or maybe who have been around a while and just your group is not the size that you expected, um, we want to talk to you today. We want to yeah. share, we want to share that with and you. And if I could just quickly note, like it's important to like, I love that we're phrasing it that way, smaller than you expected, because let's be honest, we all, all have expectations and what might be considered a small group to me might right. be different than you or Raquel. Yeah. And so right. expectations, let's not pretend they're not there. They are. So what do you do when it's smaller than what you anticipated? Because you got excited mm -hmm. to lead a group or, you know, or whatever. And it's smaller. Yeah. I think that's good. Cause we, you know, if you are a new leader and you're listening to this and maybe you're, you had these dreams of like, you know, maybe it would be a, like a previous life group experience where you had lots of people there and, you know, and then you, you did all of it, got ready, put it out there. And then maybe you just had one or two people show up mm -hmm. for your group, you know, or even, I know some of our leaders we've had experiences where. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a large group, but there have been many times where only one or two people show up Yeah, so. for that night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what do you do? And so you adjust. I mean, I always like to take the opportunity to really um, just grow deeper with them and learn more about their God story and um, just kind of deeper stuff that, you know, more there's more vulnerability with just one or two people. Um, it's super bonding. Like definitely take advantage of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I think we can let's just answer that question really quickly is why should the group keep going? Well, I would say. For us, 100%, uh, one or two people are worth our time, right, mm -hmm. as leaders. Mm -hmm. One or two couples coming in. It's 100% worth our time and our effort and our prayer. And God may do something with that one or two people that are in your group um, in that kind of a setting that maybe wouldn't, wouldn't be possible. Happened. Yeah, wouldn't have happened if there were larger groups there. Maybe people wouldn't feel comfortable to open up or... You know, maybe just you had more of an opportunity. So yeah. there's uh, a lot of great reasons why we want to keep that group going. But why don't we talk about, uh, and Raquel, you mentioned one of them, the benefits of a smaller group. Yeah. So maybe we haven't thought about the benefits of, you know, one or two people that are coming consistently to your group. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and this is a good segue actually to what I wanted to say, because you not only are those people worth 100% of your time, but they're mm -hmm. worth 100% of your energy. Cool. That's an important distinction too, because we can sometimes be like, okay, fine, I will still commit. They can show up. I'm not going to prep for one person or two people. Right? No, I would challenge you prep just as hard, <laughs> prep with just as much prayer and mm -hmm. intentionality as if there was 20 people. And so with that, I think one of the cool advantages even of having a small group of one or two people is that you can gear and adapt the lessons or content cool. towards what is so particular to them and even what they're feeling that night. That's so great. whereas if you have 20 people, you need to keep it to what you guys committed on, what you're going right. to talk about, because that's just being fair to everyone and what you si they signed up for. You can One or two people prep more for a yeah. smaller group because there it's will true. be more time to talk. Ex exactly. Yeah. You can really hone in on what is specific to their needs mm -hmm. for that night or for that 
whole like what if they signed up for something and you guys decide we're going to take it a whole different direction yeah that's a beautiful way to listen to the spirit Mm -hmm. yeah i i think there's a tendency to like when you think okay only one person's coming it's like oh well i'll just cancel this week you know like oh you know i I, you start thinking of all these things you could be doing with that time and all that kind of stuff oh that's so sad well (laughs) no i just mean like no i know i get it i've been there yeah i mean if you're if you're you already have like a busy schedule and you're thinking all this stuff but man like how cool is that when you still remain faithful to your commitment that you made to God and to your group yes. to say, hey, like, I can't wait to spend that time with that one person yeah. or that couple. Because you might be thinking, like, my head would go, well, does, does God not want me to meet tonight? Right. Like, mm. is he gearing me towards something else? Am I, am I supposed to be spending more time with family or whatever it is? But I think, um, in fact, you could lean into, well, God's wanting me to just meet with these two yeah. people. Like something could be going on in their lives yeah, and they're needing absolutely. more of this. And we wouldn't have, again, like those vulnerable conversations. If they're struggling through something, cool. we wouldn't necessarily have those conversations in a large group. They might not bring that forward. Right. Absolutely. Uh, like they would if it's just the, the just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. Good inclusion. I, I'm glad that you brought that up because... I guess I never really thought about, you know, when plans change and expectations are not met, a lot of times it can be disheartening. Um, But if you look at it in light of God has a plan for this, Mm -hmm. that God has a plan for that couple or that person that's coming that night, then it's a bit like an adventure of, Lord, what do you want to do tonight? You know? So instead of it being like a drag or like, this is not what you'd hope for. It's like, no, Lord, like this is exactly what you have in store for us. So can you show up and, and, and do something powerful tonight, Lord? Like help me to catch up to what you're planning for tonight because yeah. you've already got a great plan ahead of us. And always walk into, I mean, I think regardless of groups, I don't always know who's coming ahead of time. Um, always walk in open-minded and, and mm. like yeah, listening to, to how the group may go that night. And, and like disregarding those, those kind of like human instincts of feeling that fear of awkwardness or that yep. fear of mm-hmm. uh, like performing just because yes. because it's just you and everybody's yep. looking at you and like get rid of all of that. We're all here together and we're all on this journey together and absolutely just be open minded to it. Yeah. Um, I want to share a passage from Zechariah four. It's actually Zechariah four ten and it says, "Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin." So for some of you guys that want to grow your group bigger. Sometimes it starts small, but even the biggest trees start with the smallest seeds. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and, so, and, well, and in reality, I've led groups like that. I've lived that experience when mm-hmm. eight years ago, my brother and I started a group. It wasn't with Newbreak, but, um, and it started out with four guys. And then six months later, it was a co-ed group with 30 people. And that was what God had for that time and yeah. for the capacity we had and et cetera. But point being, if we were had certain expectations of how we wanted it to be, but it wasn't there right away, we yeah. would miss the journey. Yes. And sometimes True. it's yeah. about the journey of how God's going to transform your leadership yep. and take you to the people who need to be there. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll share my experience. Like one of the groups I, I was leading, I had one person come and we ended up meeting and it was a great meeting. And then together as a, as a two people, we just prayed we, at the end of the service or at the end of our group, we just prayed, God, would you send us some more people to this group? Cause mm-hmm. I, I really think we should keep meeting. I think we should keep yeah. meeting. And so we were in unison together in prayer for that. 
And the next week we had two more people come. And then the week after that, like we had, I think up to six people come. And it, it started with a prayer of faith of Lord, I think we're supposed to be doing this. And even if it's just us two, that would be amazing. Like we would yeah. have a great group this semester, but I, I, we just want to be open to maybe you sending some new people in. And so we prayed about it and the Lord, the Lord brought some people. So, so my challenge to everyone, whether you're at Newbreak or you're at a different church in the country is simply this. When you, we need to launch more groups. We always do. And so as you launch more groups, don't be afraid of them having a small beginning. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we're glad you're here with us. And uh, we look forward to our podcast next week. God bless you. Bye.